As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Hello, welcome to our latest On Farm. It's great to have you with us as always. This is Monty, Ross Montague. And today we're looking ahead to finally getting back to some semblance of normality, getting out and about and getting along to some events. I want to share with you a chat that I had with AgriScot Chairman Robert Neal. We're talking about how everyone is fingers crossed and hoping that AgriScot in November can go ahead as it normally would as a face-to-face event. And this episode is also marking the launch of the AgriScope Farm of the Year Awards. And we've got some exciting information about a brand new addition to the stable of AgriScope Farm of the Year Awards. So listen out because it could be really relevant to those of you who have or know of successful or interesting diversified farm businesses. Stay listening to find out more and here comes Robert. So, Robert, great to see you. Haven't actually been on farm recording any of these for a long while with all the restrictions and what have you. What's been going on? Well, we've been flat out. Um, spring work, so we have been in self-isolation, really. Um, first of all was uh, all the arable work, uh, spring drilling. We've drilled 550 acres of spring barley and we are 200 cows into 300 out of um, calving. So, uh, yeah, busy. And uh, today we've just started um, groundworks on a new project for building a new general purpose store on the shed. So um, that's exciting to see. How's calving been? Uh, up and down. When you've got life, you've got death, shall yeah. we say. Yeah, yeah. Big calves this year. The quality of the silage has probably uh, had a, re- a f- reflection on that, Monty. Good silage, good dairy quality silage, actually. And uh, big calves. So, But I think... Uh, we're seeing that across the country from what I'm hearing from uh, fellow farmers. Big lambs, big calves. So, yeah, a bit of hassle. The vets are saying they're doing more seizures than normal. Mm-hmm. And the rain, that's been welcome the last couple of days? Yeah, we've unfortunately, we've only had three mil. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, desperate for a bit more rain. Spring crops have freshened up in the last 24 hours. We would love a bit more, but um, we don't want the floodgates to open. That's quite funny, because you're not that far from me, and... I don't know, we've not got a rain gauge, but we've had, I would say, a lot more than three mil. The problem is, it's bloody cold with it. Yeah, it's a north, these northeast winds is the killer. Especially for young lambs and calves at night that are outside now. You know, these frosts, minus six, minus four is not a lot of good. Yeah, we're, we're, we're needing heat, heat, really. Lambs and calves are sun plants. They need uh, the sunshine on their backs. Same as us. Mm-hmm. We are, we're all in a better mood when the sun is shining. Yeah, and a bit of warmth with it, a bit of warmth with it. Yeah. 
So, Robert, it's, uh, yeah, you've got enough going on here at Upper Nisbet, but we're going to have a quick chat about what's happening with AgriScot. It's quite exciting because, you know, last year we had uh, a, a fairly successful online event, but we're really excited because this year we're hoping that all systems go for a, for a live event as, as per normal, really. Oh, I really hope so, Monty, because, um, yeah, we pulled it off last year. I mean, the virtual online event was a great success but it's not the same as a live event, and we really need a live event. You know, fellow farmers, uh, everybody in the industry, I think, are needing an event that they can go to and, and speak to people for their own well-being, you know, that catch up socially, business-wise, everything. So, fingers crossed, I really hope that um, we, as AgriScot directors and everybody involved, can pull it off. My only worry is what's happening around the world you know India at the moment um, that's really concerning so a third wave in the autumn would hit us bad that's that's on the back of my mind and I think that'll be on the back of my fellow directors um, and organizers minds as well um, but we will just cross that bridge when we come to it it is looking like by November we could be there and we should be there by November. Well, I hope so. I certainly hope so. And I think at some point the nation or the country, we're going to have to get on with it and we're going to have to live with COVID. You know, whether, whether it's t testing uh, passports or flow tests, I don't know. But I think we need to put something in place that we can crack on and uh, organise this event and, and get on with it. And I suppose the test is going to be throughout the summer, these other events that are going to come on. You know, Great Yorkshire Show are still planning to go ahead there in July. So that's going to give us a good indication of how things are going and what they're allowed to do. The only worry about AgriScot is it's more indoors, whereas uh, Great Yorkshire and these shows are, are outside. Um, but hopefully, fingers crossed, by November we're, we can see some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I, I do wonder. I mean, it's not, it's not been talked about yet, but I do wonder if also, you know, the business-to-business -business nature of AgriScot, it's not a... A general public event it's you know people are there to do business and and, and for for that reason they're maybe you know more inclined to be there in if they had to be you know social distancing or 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 mask or whatever because you know it's it's it's, it's in a way it's fundamental to people's business to go and see the latest thinking innovation to speak to you know people that can offer advice and what have you they need to be able to do this sort of thing yeah, you've just hit the nail on the head, Monty. It is a business event, and we know that with the amount of business that the trade stands do on the day of AgriScot. You know, six hours at AgriScot, they see there's no other event like it um, for doing business. So people come uh, with a mission, uh, whether it's a new bit of arable kit that they're looking at, whether it's something for the dairy cows or, or sheep or beef. They, they are on a mission and they go and do business. And I think it's a time of year where people are thinking to the future. You know, the summer, the autumn works all behind them. Cattle are housed, ewes are weaned and tups are back out. So they're looking uh, to the next year's business. So uh, it comes at a very good time of the farming calendar where people are wanting to reinvest and um, they seem to come to AgriScot and do business. We did a podcast at, uh, we recorded at AgriScot in 2019, an on-farm podcast. We'll play a little segment of that in now because it just gives you a flavour for what the event's about and the many voices and the many people that come in from, from all across Scotland and, and beyond and all the sectors and what they get from it. It is the whole industry concentrated under one roof in one day and it's an absolutely fantastic event on that. This is our short window here. 
So that's why we come here to show. I'm from well County Down, Northern Ireland. And how are you enjoying your day? Very good. It's always a good show. And it's free to get into. <laughs> <laughs> well, every little helps. Yes. <laughs> I'm here today to meet lots of people. It's an interesting event and it's an amazing opportunity to meet lots of people in a short space of time in one dedicated area. We're heading through the show site now. It's pretty busy. The avenues are getting pretty clogged. Uh, we're just on our way to the main ring. Um, fighting through a gap here, hold on, uh, through to the main ring, which is full of uh, bright green sawdust. The main ring is used for a number of different reasons here at the moment. Um, it's judging of dairy cattle, but as the day goes on, there'll be presentations for various prizes, the, the arable beef and sheep farmers of the year and the business skills award, which is for, um, for young people and how they're developing their skills. It's probably the, the hive and the, the um, fulcrum around which everything else at Agriscott spins. Hello, I'm Beth. I'm Jessie. And we're both 19. I'm from the Highlands, like Inverness, north of Inverness. And I'm from Caithness, up as far as north as you can get. Yeah, we both go to Aberdeen College in Crabston. So just came down for a little wander about really to see what's what's more to offer in the agricultural society than just what we've been offered up in the north. So. It's good to see how everybody else do things. and I, I don't know half these businesses here. And so. All your feed companies, they're, they're more than willing to speak about commercial cattle, that's what we have, so it's, it's, it's really interesting. Congratulations to the Yates family. As I said, it was a close decision in the class. I don't know which, I'm afraid, but this is one of the dairy cattle classes. They've just announced the winner, and now we've everybody's left and we've got the next class coming in so it's really lovely actually people take it really seriously quite rightly so because it's a key part of dairy farming and um, all of the gentlemen and ladies who are leading the animals are all dressed in their pure white clothes how they keep that clean I have no idea but um, you know it's a really lovely spectacle to watch. I'm Ken Rundle a freelance journalist and a uh, long time involved with the Scottish agricultural industry as far as I'm concerned, it's a great way to meet people. I've been here, what, an hour and a half, and I've already had about seven or eight conversations with different people I know, and I can see half a dozen more I would like to speak to. So it's a fantastic opportunity to meet up, to network, start new ideas, discuss concerns, all in a fairly uh, busy day, but a, a worthwhile one. Thanks, Ken. Bob Howitt, beef and sheep farmer from Fife. Agriscott comes at a good time of year. We're quite quiet. It's a great day out. You meet a lot of people, you see a lot of interesting things, and it's all under one roof. So, yeah, it's a good day out. Listen, it's free. We're farmers, you know, so... <laughs> that's, you're on a winner before you start. You know, no, it's grown into a huge event, and it's a, great, it's a great advert for industry. It really is. As soon as you walk into that Highland Hall, the buzz and the noise is unbelievable. I've never known a, um, an atmosphere like it in a, at an agricultural event. It is that. There's a lot of folks say that, isn't it? If you go around speaking to the trade stand guys, especially maybe towards the end of the day, they've thrived on a real buzz the whole day, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they've, they've lived in the adrenaline for the day and, and doing business and sales. They keep saying, keep it a one-day event because they physically couldn't do two days. <laughs> so <laughs> their um, pens won't go fast enough to fill the order because some of them say. So, uh, yeah, no, one-day event and um, short, sharp to the point. All credit to you and the directors, the whole team. We've we've really built up the 
the reputation, the prestige, etc., of the various Farm of the Year awards as well. And I think people really, you know, they they come to see that. They come to see that that presentation, and they come to to applaud and recognise, you know, those those award winners. It's 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 becoming a, a highlight of the day, and and you know, it was it was sad that we, we we couldn't we couldn't do that so so easily last year yeah so no matter what happens this year the farm of the year awards are going ahead whether it's virtually or uh, with the live event um, fingers crossed it will be in on november at angleston live mm. event but we are going ahead we missed that last year you know but everybody realized the situation we were in but really exciting you know we've got a new award this year to the portfolio of AgriScot, so uh, we're launching that very soon. And um, yeah, it's all um, going ahead, full steam ahead, um, to get these off the ground and, and um, recognise the ambassadors out there in Scotland for their sectors. Let's talk about that. So you know, it's great. We've we'll, we'll list it. We've got the the dairy, which was the original Farm of the Year award. We've got the beef Farm of the Year, Scotch beef Farm of the Year award. We've got the Scottish Sheep Farm of the Year Award, recently introduced a Scottish Arable Farm of the Year Award, and now we can we can officially sort of make a bit of a noise about it, the new one that's coming up, which is the Diversified Farm of the Year Award. This podcast, apart from giving people a little bit more of an insight into what we're thinking about AgriScot 2021, this podcast really is a, is a launch pad for, for, these, um, for these Farm of the Year Awards. Yeah, so anybody out there, any feed companies, vets, markets, anybody listening to this who have got any ideas uh, of people out there who are doing a fantastic job in their sector, I would urge you to nominate them. Info at agriscot.co.uk. That's all it takes. A nomination, and that is confidential. Nobody will find out who is nominating uh, these farms. But we have got some great ambassadors out there in every sector, and I would love to see them come forward and put themselves in the hat for these awards and represent their the industry that they're in and rep, be ambassadors. You know, it's never more important than what it is today to highlight what we what a good job we are doing on the climate, farming, green Scotland, you name it. There's a list a mile long of credentials that we should be um, shouting from the hilltops mm-hmm. and promoting ourselves or producing food in Scotland. And that's that's really what it's about, isn't it? I mean, we're not necessarily always looking for the, the, the farm that's completely at the top of the game in in an individual sector. You know, it's not maybe about the cows that are milking the highest yields or the highest arable yields or anything so much like that. It's, it's to a large extent, it is about ambassadors. It's about um, showcasing the, the best of agriculture to the public and, and to others within the sectors because, you know... We want to be shining a light so that other people think, ah, that's a good idea or that's something that I could maybe do on my farm and replicate. And it's it's that sort of thing as well, isn't it? It's not just I've got the best cows. No, it's not. It, it's As I said, it's ambassadors for the sector they're in, You know, whether it's a new entrant, whether it's somebody farming organically. It doesn't make any difference. It's um, We're looking for people who are going to represent... Uh, their sectors and making a good job and uh, promote Scotland, uh, what we do, producing food to the public. You know, so, yeah, there will be um, features on, on the award winners uh, in publications. There might be uh, TV interviews, you name it, you know. Um, but it, 
but also want to promote your business. You know, it gives you a leg up and uh, it gives you a good buzz. Um, I mean, I've been on the receiving end of awards. I was the first Upper Nisbet, Jacqueline and myself, were the first AgriScot QMS Scotch Beef Farm of the Year in 2012, and that was launched. You know, and we ended up going to London and we met Princess Royal. Uh, and I did a presentation in front of her at the Butchers Club um, in London. You know, so the knock-on effects uh, are fantastic. I guess even if that's not in your nature, even if you're not a person that really wants to put yourself in the spotlight, there must be benefits, Robert, for, you know, you said your wife, Jack, and, and, and the staff and the team. That It must make everyone feel a real pride in what they do. Yeah, it? I mean, it uh, does. It makes everybody proud of what they do and what they've achieved. And, um, you know, if, if you're a shy person um, and you don't want to be in that limelight, in that public eye, you don't need to be, you know, you, you just, um, you know, a, a small feature, an interview with a reporter is fine. I, suppose, um, I mean, it is, it's, it's the farmer of the year as well, yes, isn't it? That's so it's right. not just a drill down no, on the farmer, it's, no, it's the farmer no, of the year. It's the, whole, it's the picture, it's, yeah. it's the big bigger picture of the farm um, and what they do. And it's not, as you said, the best arable farm or or a lowland farm in East Lothian or Aberdeenshire, the northeast of the borders. You know, we've got a good saying here in the borders, it's not what you've got, it's what you do with what you've got. And that's what it's about. You could be in the top of the hills, the highland hills, but making a fantastic job of what you have got. You know, and then going back to the sheep farm of the year, Joyce Campbell, previous winner, up in she, Sutherland. She was the first winner. She was the she first, first winner, she was the first winner yeah. of um, the Agri-Scott sheep farm of do the year. Do you know, year. Robert... We actually, there we are, we're, we're, we're slipping into the, the bad habit of calling them winners because really, we, we really talk in, in AgriScot terms, we talk about recipient because yeah. it's not so much a competition as such, it's, it's, a, it's an award, it's a recognition, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It is, it's somebody receiving the AgriScot or QMS uh, Sheep Farm of the Year award. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really a competition, no. it's, it's an award we think that that person deserves that award who are making a fantastic job of what they do. But I jumped in there because we were talking about Joyce Campbell as being the very... Uh, Joyce Campbell at Armadale. Armadale was the very first Sheep Farm of the Year yeah, award. award. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, as I said, she's on the high hills in Sutherland. Rough terrain. Um, not the best farms, I wouldn't think, but she makes a fantastic job of what she does. And she promotes the sheep sector um, worldwide you know, through social media, um, so uh, well-deserved. Yeah, I remember that being a comment from, from the assessors at the time, and, and it wasn't all to do with, you know, the, the the farming as such. A lot of what they wanted to recognise was the the image that, that, they, that she and her team put out to the wider world via social media and the promotion that they did for the industry. So, so that sort of thing was factored into that award decision as well. Yeah, I do remember um, I had a discussion with the, uh, the assessors that year and they said it was so close, it was unbelievable. But Joyce had just went that little bit further by promoting what we do in Scotland and I think that clinched it. So we're now, as we said, um, we're now on the cusp of really, this is about launching the 2021 um, awards and, and, and dairy, dairy farm of the year. Um, Dairy Farm of the Year, the longest running uh, one. We, we want to make a bit of a noise this year and, and really, you know, it's I suppose we want to make a bit of a noise on, on all of them, but Dairy Farm of the Year, it's it's time to launch it. It's time to encourage people to 
to, as you said, feed reps or whatever to, to nominate their, their customers. It's time to say to dairy farmers, put themselves forward. You family in the dairy sector, what's what's happening there just now, and what why 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 should they put themselves forward for for awards? Well, we've, we've highlighted it about all the awards, Monty, and uh, you know there's never been such a, a prominent time that we need to promote what we're doing. I mean, the dairy guys are doing well at the moment, but they're under attack from um, different organisations of what they do, welfare um, people. But, you know, they need to stand up to these people and show what a fantastic job we are doing. You know, producing milk or producing um, solids for, for, for whatever sector that they're producing for. But highlight the good practice and welfare of the cows and calves uh, on dairy farms in, in, in Scotland. But also, I mean, it really reflects on the UK. But, uh, you know, these awards... Um, we're now launching the Dairy Farm of the Year, which we've pulled this forward a bit because we're thinking that um, we're getting too late in the year come November. So we're trying to launch uh, Dairy Farm first and get the judging Gilmer Laurie, fellow director, vice chairman of AgriScot, is in charge of that. And he would like to see um, the judging taking place on farm in July. So we're launching now, get nominations and uh, go through the whole process. Also with uh, the Arable Farm is the next one up. Again, we're pulling that forward and we would like to get the judging done before harvest when maybe arable farmers have a little bit more time because when the combines start rolling, it's all flat out um, to, to clear the fields and, and sow the, the next crop. So John Kinnear, another fellow director who has taken over the, the role of um, assessing and helping with uh, launch the arable farm of the year along with Chris from AHDB. So that will be the next one. Uh, to be launched and um, you know hopefully we'll have those the dairy and the arable all done and dusted by July uh, yeah because I guess it's the chance to you know it's a sad it's a sad year again that, that, that there's no um, summer shows and what have you so it might be a good opportunity for for, for, for farmers to, and, and whatever to to come forward for these awards when when they don't have other shows and that sort of thing but from the assessor's point of view, I guess it's a real chance to, to bring things forward and maybe see see the farms looking at their best, especially, you know, especially for, I guess, dairy, um, you know, see everything looking nice and green and, and, and silage and what have you. But especially for arable, you know, it's you can you can have a look at the crops and what have you. It's not all about how the crops look, but it is it will give them a better feel maybe for the farm. Yeah, that's right. I mean, before the combines roll, I think it's the nice time of year. People are a bit more relaxed. Uh, see the crops standing in the fields before the combine goes in and again seeing dairy cows out at grass if, if they are out at grass they're not all out at grass yep. but you know silage first cut silage will probably be done grass will be growing the countryside will be green uh, looking better it'll be easier to get some nice pictures hopefully of the farms I, I guess I guess actually you know on the sheep and the beef farm point of view you know we're Whilst we're 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 happy, we're looking for uh, nominations and entries and what have you right now to info at agriscot.co.uk. It's likely that that judging assessment of those take place maybe later in the year, and I suppose that's right because you know sheep farmers, uh, I'm one myself. Your your lambs and what have you, you're coming forward. You know that the harvest time of of being able to showcase your best lambs and what have you is a bit later in the year yeah having as well yeah so yeah. Beef, the beef and sheep one we're going to go the, go with that at the normal time of year that we, yeah. we try and uh, get on the farm in october um as you quite rightly said by that time spring calves lambs will all be uh, looking good yeah you know just before weaning time that, that's the ideal time yeah. to get on farm um before housing 
Um, so that will be autumn. Um, and you, you're directly involved in that, the, the Beef Farmer of the Year assessment, aren't you? Yeah, I've been involved since um, I took over, I think, in 2015. Uh, so I help with the assessing of that. So, yeah, I really enjoy that. Uh, it's fantastic to see other farms. It gives me ideas. I can uh, sneak away with a, an idea or a thought that will help my business on my farm without saying too much. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you always learn something. Every day is a school day. And just talk us through a little bit then, you know, from that directly being involved in the assessment, just a little bit of the process. It's not, it's not, it's not as scary as such. It's not... No, it's a two-hour window. Um, basically, you've just got to um, take the assessors around your farm, show them what you want to, to, to show them, explain your farming business, your farming system. We're not looking into um, financial records. Um, you know, we're not delving deep into personal stuff. Uh, that goes above and beyond what we're looking for. We're just looking for a nice farm walk, a good general discussion, and we get a good feel for what you're doing and what, you're, what market you're producing for. So, um, yeah, very relaxed, and it's just a, a, a general conversation around the farm. And I think uh, some of the assessors that we have, uh, business experts, the, the finalists get a bit out of that as well. It's their chance to pick their brains. Do you think we're doing the right thing, or, or, or do you think we should change this system? You know, so it is an opportunity uh, for these finalists of the awards to um, pick the brains of the assessors as well. We're skipping around a little bit here in terms of how we roll the awards out but you're, you're talking about the assessors and, you, and yourself being involved in that the the other assessors and this is kind of across the board in terms of all the awards the other assessors do tend to be previous year's yeah. recipients don't they yeah they do so, so they're fellow farmers <coughs> yeah fellow farmers the previous year's recipients uh, are always invited to come and um, help assess the following year so they say that's a great buzz for them because they love again just what I said, farmers love going around other, they're nosy people, we're nosy people <laughs> and uh, we always like a look at somebody else's business and as I said you always find ideas that's going to help um, your, your business going forward and I, I love it, farm walk So the process really starts and it starts now, if you've got anyone you want to put forward, you want to put yourself forward um, the, the various awards will at each stage be, be um, press released and what have you and, and there'll be further details about them and how to actually put yourself forward or nominate for those individual awards but right now all you need to know is that it's info at agriscot.co.uk if you've got anyone you want to put forward and putting someone forward it can be just as simple at this stage as an email like to that address with a farm name and, and a little bit of a a little bit of background why you think that they might be worthy recipients. The next stage in the process, Robert, the next stage I'm right in saying is either AgriScot directly or any of the facilitators of the awards send out um, an entry form, is that right? And the entry form, they, they, that's that's for the, the, the farmer to complete. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so if you're nominated, um, we, we'll get in touch, we'll send you an entry form and hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll feel obliged or, or willing to fill the entry form in. It's a fairly basic, simple entry form. And then um, you're assessed on that and um, the assessors will pick out three finalists. What are you looking for in an entry form? Just a story. Just tell your story, your farming business. It doesn't need to be too detailed. You're just going to sell yourself on paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But any, I... any paperwork brochures that you produce for selling your goods, anything that goes along with it will help. But sometimes it's not about, you know, I'm guessing here because I'm not the assessor, but I guess sometimes it's not about 
the person who can sort of write the best story but it's you've got to have something there that jumps out you do have to have something there that jumps out yeah you do but you get a you get a feeling and it's it's about passion if you're passionate for what you do that will shine through and that's what will tick a box nailed it that's it that's a really good word to put into this isn't it and that's i guess that's what we're looking at right through the process if you know someone or, or or a team of people on a farm who are passionate about what they do if you think that they their passion will shine through and be you know useful as as a showcase of or an ambassador for the general public if you think that other farmers could 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 benefit from looking at that passion that's that's what it's about really isn't it it's, it is yeah. of course yeah passion for me is number one probably um you know if you're passionate about what you do you'll make a good job yeah and take your business forward and that's what we're wanting to look for so we've 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 kind of talked about the dairy farm of the year and 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 effectively launching that today and really looking for people to come forward for that but we alluded to it this year we've got a a brand new award diversified farm of the year yeah, is that right yeah that's right uh, a new one that we've launched and uh, we're very proud to say that SAC consulting have come on board with us to help us launch it and run it and fantastic the RBS Royal Bank of Scotland are going to be the main sponsors uh, for this new award so it's good to have a bank involved with a lot of farming background behind them and I think Roddy McLean head of the bank's agriculture sector is going to be one of the assessors uh, for this new award. Yeah and I, I think my understanding is there's going to be um, one of the consultants from SAC Consulting on board for that too in terms of assessment um, it's a really open field this one isn't it we're, we're I mean what we're looking for is it could be anything it could couldn't it, it could be anything from renewable energy to tourism I guess is that yeah right? of course it would. anything anything counts for any, any business that's diversified to uh, make themselves more profitable or stand out in a sector uh, yeah there's no limits so anyone that's listening who who has done something on farm I mean it's it's we're looking at farm-based diversifications here but uh, across the board um, there's no limits as Robert says and we're again it's a case of put yourself forward or put someone you know forward now info at agriscott.co.uk Robert this is like what this is number five in the in the stable of awards isn't it, it so is. four main sectors in this yes I think directors my understanding is they're probably leaving at this this is the this is the, this is you know we've got there now we've, we've covered everything do you think I would think so, but you never say never. You know, we, we don't know what ha- what will happen in the future. We're always trying to do things differently at Agri-Scott, be ahead of the game, so you never know. We just need to make a good job of what we're, we've got the portfolio now and um, see how the, how we get along. We make a good job of it because we're lucky, aren't we? We've, we've got um, We've got some really good partners on board for these awards. You know, it's not just... Uh, you and the directors that are that are running these um, each of the awards has got basically an, another organisation as it were facilitating yeah that's right so Arable for instance we've got AHDB they're on board we've got Soil Essentials as the main sponsor for the Arable and then we've got Beef and Sheep who QMS have kindly uh, are, are fantastic they facilitate and help us run those two awards and um, Thornton's solicitors are the main sponsors for both of those awards so that's working really well and the link between uh, AgriScot and QMS is fantastic and uh, 
QMS are getting a lot of publications out of the awards and, and things and stories, case studies yeah, um, that, out, of, out, that, out of that. That's yeah. a good point because, again, that just illustrates what happens after you maybe, you know, if, you, if you're successful in these awards. It's it's bodies like QMS who who are there, after all, to tell the story of, of, of good practice and, 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 and shine a light on, on, the, on the best of the industry. They benefit, don't they? Because they can use these people as these farms as, as case studies and what have you in the press and things. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's even been open days on some of the award recipients as well. So, um, yeah, you never know what comes around the corner. So, the new award, the Diversification Award, uh, SAC, are the partners with AgriScot to, to run this new award. And uh, as I said before, RBS are the main sponsors for that award. And Dairy Farm of the Year, we've got, um, well, Gilmore Laurie who is a fellow uh, director and vice chair of AgriScot, also rep- represents the Scottish Dairy Cattle Association, who are the uh, help um, along with the, the Dairy Farm of the Year. And Ice Robotics are the main sponsors for that award. I think that's great. We've got the people that we need to help to run this, so it's not just, it doesn't A, just all fall on you and your directors, but B, it kind of gives the credibility of having the, 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 the proper organisations involved. And we're so grateful to the sponsors, aren't we? I mean, we couldn't uh, without the sponsors. We couldn't, we couldn't, because uh, it would cost so much to put on. And um, you know, traveling around the country, you know, if you get a beef farm in uh, Orkney or, or Shetland, there's a cost associated with, with running the whole event and these awards. So uh, I'm so grateful to all the sponsors, the mainline sponsors for these awards, and I hope they get quite a bit out of it as well. I'm, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. I hope they do, but I'm, I'm sure they do because it's it's just it's a whole industry coming together. And again, that's that's what AgriScot's about. It's it's it is different from from the shows where the industry is maybe looking outwards and and to the general public. This is the industry coming together in November to to really chew over the issues of the day and really work on 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 where we're going and what's what's new and what have you, isn't it? It's, that is, and uh, yeah, AgriScots went from strength to strength when it was first launched in 2000, uh, taking over more halls, more trade stands, uh, bigger, better event, in my opinion, uh, more people coming to it, coming to do business, or whether they're coming to listen to the Cabinet Secretary in an NFUS seminar uh, with the Chairman of AgriScot. And do you think these more people that are coming, I mean, they're, they're across the sectors now, aren't they? They are. I mean, every sector's represented now. I mean, it was first uh, started with it was a dairy event really uh, but it's grown arms and legs and we're trying to look after every sector in Scotland and representation from every sector. Just one one more thing that I was going to speak to you about Robert and it's it's really you know kind of looking to the next generation and what have you that's that's a key thing at AgriScot as well and we've We've won more award that we, we probably want to touch on in this podcast, which is the, well, it's, it is a competition, actually. We do call it a competition, which is the, the business skills competition. And that, um, again, sadly, we, we couldn't run it uh, last year. And, and this year it's it's back and it's back, coming back strong. And we're looking for um, we're looking for entries later in the summer, I guess. But it's all about young people, this one. Yeah, it's, if you're under 26, young farmers, uh, people at college, university, in the sector, you don't need to be at college or university. You could be just uh, left school and working on the farm or, or working in the industry. But we're looking for the next generation who are passionate and enthusiasm with the enthusiasm for agriculture and, and to test their skills in business. And this one's got a nice prize fund at the end of it. Um, 
a thousand pounds. A thousand pounds. <laughs> and that's kindly sponsored by NFU Mutual, who have come on board this year for the very first time, which is really exciting. You know, and I, I think they can see that we need to look after the next generation and promote agriculture to them. So um, You talk about passion. I hope listeners to this podcast can get the sense of, of, of yourself being really passionate about this event, Robert. Really, really enthusiastic about the prospect of it going ahead this year and, and re- just really keen to make that happen. And, and let's just hope that that's where we're going. I uh, sincerely hope so, Monty, because... Um, I'm not a cameraman. I'm not, I don't like sitting in front of a TV or a computer screen for a virtual event. It's not what I signed up for. So let's, fingers crossed, let's hope we can see everybody on November the 17th at Ingolston this year. What is it you always said last year? Online's fine, but you can't replace face-to-face, is that it? No, you can't. You can't, definitely can't. You don't get the same vibes and you don't get the same facial expressions or, or things that you... Standing speak, when you're speaking to a fellow farmer or, or business person, uh, you, there's no substitute. If you could see Robert's facial expression, this is what it's about. He wants it to go ahead. And yeah, let's hope. So at the moment, it's all about getting some nominations, getting some entries in for these awards. Info at agriscott.co.uk. And then, yeah, behind the scenes, Robert and his team are busy. And it's all about planning now for the 17th of November. All being well, we'll see, what, 10,000 people through the gates? Plus. 10,000 people plus through the doors, 17th of November. Get it in the diary and we'll see you then. Robert, thank you very much. Thank you, Monty. Thanks again to Robert Neal. It was great to chat all things AgriScot. It's an event that I'm fairly heavily involved in, as you might have gathered, and I'm certainly passionate about we really like to push the, the, the Farm of the Year awards, so please, um, if you know of anyone who, any business that would be um, worthy of nomination or entry or whatever, just please get on to the AgriScot website and or email in to find out more. As ever, just um, to finish by letting you know that On Farm is made by our team here at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. If you need a new brand or a logo or a website or a podcast or advice about any type of communications, we are the people to speak to. So that's it from me and bye for now.